Is everyone able to see my screen? Yes. Is everyone seeing customer success, the new way to win a business? Awesome. Great. Uh, glad we're off to a good start there. Um, so the first thing that I actually want to start with is a thank you. Um, as we sort of get started here today, I just want to remind everyone that your health and your well-being is all a priority to all of us at HubSpot. And I wanted to start by saying thank you for, it looks like, what, over 72 of you that showed up here today uh, to really participate in, in this event and this, you know, virtual hug experience. I'm really grateful that you are choosing to spend your morning, your afternoon, wherever you are in the world with me, talking about customer success. So as you have questions, as you have thoughts, please drop them into the chat. But I just wanted to start instead of end with that. Thank you. So um, like I was introduced, my name is Courtney Sembler. I do manage our HubSpot Academy professors. And what that means is I have the amazing privilege and opportunity to manage our professor group that's creating our educational content for our customers. Um, so maybe you've experienced some of that education or gone through it yourself, um, but they are creating that education in four languages, primarily Spanish, English, German, as well as French, um, and then dabbling in some Portuguese and Japanese. So if you do speak another language, you wanna see some of that content, let me know. I also was a previous inbound professor myself. Um, so I used to teach email marketing and contact management, as well as GDPR. Um, so potentially you've consumed my education as well, um, but now I have that opportunity to manage and lead that team. Um, I have been at HubSpot for about five years now. So coming up on that five year uh, HubSpotter mark, and um, I am a San Francisco native, also a solo travel enthusiast. So if you have places in which you've always loved to travel, even if it's just in your hometown, I always wanna hear about it. Um, so that's really who I am and sort of where we're gonna get started today. So tips for today's webinar. The first is utilizing the chat feature. You have already been awesome about this. Um, I see lots of great comments in here, but continue to use it. Make sure that it's your way that you communicate with one another and engage. Um, each of you have one another's names. Make sure you grab that name if you want to connect on LinkedIn afterwards, but make sure you're engaging there. Um, I'm going to prompt you with a few questions um, so that we're going to be using that chat feature to, to answer them, but also just get some of that engagement. The other is engaging with the HubSpot community. We have about an hour together. It's not a super long period of time to learn about everything you need to know about HubSpot, about new features, about customer success. So really continue the conversation with me on that community afterwards. Also, again, connect with one another. And then because breakfast is, uh, feedback is a breakfast of champions, make sure you fill out that survey. We're gonna be talking a little bit about the importance of surveys today. So keeping that in mind as we head to the end of our presentation, how key that is. So this is our agenda. I'm gonna walk through a really short welcome. We're gonna talk about customer success in 2020. We're then gonna go through a few strategies. Now I wanna keep in mind, there are a ton of strategies that we could cover on customer success. I'm gonna target about three that I feel as if anyone can start to apply immediately. So really making sure that each of you walk away today with an actionable strategy you can start using. We're then gonna pair that with number four, which is optimizing your HubSpot tools to start to get that going. With this, you can use all of your HubSpot tools from contacts to automation to the way even you manage your database to be optimizing for customer success. 
To make sure we have some focus here, I've chosen about three to four tools that I think are most important for your customer success strategy for you to start to use. We're then gonna go through some next steps and resources, and with the time left, go through those questions and any things that you would like to discuss. During five and six, I'm also gonna be talking about some of those new HubSpot tools and things to keep in mind. Also be posting a decent amount in that community post afterwards that Juliana and Megan, um, our wonderful fearless uh, hug organizers here at HubSpot are gonna be sharing with you. So let's get started. Welcome. Today's intention is gonna be summarize the importance of customer success in 2020, implementing those HubSpot tools and strategies to attract, engage, and delight your current customers and turning them into your best marketers. My goal is for you to walk away today with at least one strategy and one tool for you to start to implement to be able to turn your customers into your best marketers. So this is where we're gonna use some of the chat feature again. I just want all of you to kind of throw in like a yes, a no, a hand raise, whatever you feel comfortable with. Who here has consumed online educational content in the past 12 months? Lots of raising hands, I love it. Look at this, oh my gosh, my screen is blowing up with all of this educational content. On a weekly basis, love to see that, Bradley. I love the excitement here too. I love the exclamation points. I love it all. Second question, has anyone consumed HubSpot Academy educational content in the last 12 months? Even more hand raises, even more yeses, lots of it, fantastic. In-person hug, you embedded it on onboarding tools, Chris, that's fantastic. <laughs> Some people, you might recognize me from them, I love it. I love that I'm seeing also included in your personal and goals. Thank you, Anne, I appreciate the compliment there. So there's a lot of education out there that either you've consumed, whether from HubSpot or from other folks. And this really brings me to the last question that I want you to keep in mind as we go through today's content. How many of you today have a plan or strategy for customer success that includes educational content for your, for your customers? A few of you, definitely. I love that. Maybe not all of you, and maybe you're thinking about it, and maybe that there's some opportunity to continue to, yes, exactly, when appropriate, we plan to, we're looking some more fresh ideas. That's probably why you're here with all of us today, is to think a little bit more about that. While today we're not gonna dive super far into education itself, I want you to keep in mind though, educational content and its importance for your customers. All of you I know are experts in something that your customers would benefit from. And so when you start to think about customer success and the content you're planning for them, what is that educational content that you wanna be providing? So let's dive into customer success in 2020. We're gonna spend just about 10 minutes here talking about what it looks like in this year. Our world is always changing. And so as we enter into new years or we talk about different quarters, what does it look like today? The first is knowing your customer. As we think about customer success, you wanna make sure you have a really good understanding of who that ideal buyer persona is. And I have this warning here because while we're not gonna dive into that today, we're not gonna go through identifying your buyer personas or looking at that ideal customer. One thing to keep in mind as you leave here is if you're not sure about what that ideal customer looks like, 
make sure you and your organization, your teams are really building that out because as you review that, it's going to be the, what sets you forward in building out a lot of these customer success strategies, both in 2020, but also beyond that. So if you have any questions or thinking about like, oh, I'm not sure, maybe I sort of have an idea, make sure you review that and it is included in some of the additional resources that I have for you. But when we look at companies that offer first-class customer experiences, they tend to grow faster and are more profitable. These companies are also 80% more likely to retain customers. Now there's a key word in this sort of statistic or thought, and it's not customer support, but customer experiences. And that's where we're gonna spend a decent amount of our time talking about today. Because it's not about how you service your customers, it's not about how your customer facing teams are servicing your current customers, but it's how you're crafting a full experience across attract, engage, and delight for your customers as they enter in and continue to retain. So that's where I like to start with our inbound methodology. Um, it sounds like a few of you have gone through Academy content. You've probably seen this. If any of you engaged with HubSpot for any period of time, it's probably come up in blog posts, documentation that you've read. But the inbound methodology is really that method for growing an organization by building those lasting relationships with the people and helping them reach their goals. Thinking about because your customers succeed, you succeed. And that's such a great way for us to talk about customer success because the inbound methodology really sets us up to look at this from that effect of attract, engage, and delight. Really taking those current promoters and those customers and being able to attract new people to your business. Because attracting new customers by delighting your current customers is what's gonna turn them into promoters and eventually equal that success on that sort of curve that we see at that top. In the past, we've talked a lot about how Getting your customers in the door and getting them there has been the way to win at business. Now we really want to help them almost become a part of your company to help you continue. As Ben said, it's the spin wheel or the flywheel effect. And that brings us to our flywheel. The model that HubSpot has adopted and adapted to explain the momentum you gain when you align your entire organization around delivering a remarkable customer experience that produces the happy customers that are able to turn referrals and repeat sales. This momentum is so important when we talk about customer success, because this is really the goal. We wanna be able to spin that flywheel to make sure you're gaining momentum from all the work you've done to gain your customer. Whether that's a customer who's purchased a product, a service, maybe that they're gonna become a repeat customer in a month when they purchase a new product from you, whether that be from a t-shirt or an experience that you've worked with them, or it's someone who's gonna become a referral. You think about those larger purchases someone might make. I bought a refrigerator a few years ago. I'm not necessarily gonna buy a new one, but I can become a referral to someone else. So when we think about the flywheel, we really start to focus in on this idea that more happy and loyal customers mean reduced churn rates. Reducing that churn and increasing customer retention is directly going to impact your bottom line. You'll see the boost in revenue by retaining those customers and it keeps your flywheel spinning. The one thing I always like to sort of pull out is think about the last customer who became a customer. Whether they purchased something, they got their, their service, whatever it may be, 
think about how long it took them to get there. The effort you and your organization, your team members did to get them there. Now, by not focusing on them, a lot of that work could go to waste in the next six months if you're not utilizing the efforts that you put in. But if you're focusing on them and focusing on that growth perspective, then you're really using them to keep that momentum going. So when we look at this, we also see that word of mouth referrals are the biggest growth lever for SMBs. We see that they produce 73% of the biggest drivers for growth. So when you think about your company and the goals that you have, that word of mouth referrals and customer referrals is also driving a lot of your traffic and also the biggest opportunity for growth for you. Because they're your best marketers, your best salespeople, and I know you know where I'm going with this, they're also your best service people. So when we dive into customer success, we wanna keep all of this top of mind. It's not just about the customer facing team, it's not just about the efforts you put in there, but really thinking about the full flywheel and full inbound methodology effect you can have on your current customers. So when you think about attracting, creating that content to start those conversations and meaningful relationships with the right people, this is a customer success play, making sure the right content is there. As we're gonna talk about in a little bit, one of the strategies in attract could be your current customers creating this content because they are experts in how they use your product or service and can be shown as a great example. And engage, this is another opportunity for your current customers to engage with potential customers. Whether this be like we're gonna talk about in a little bit, public facing feedback or survey opportunities where your current customers are able to be kind of put on the spotlight of showing, well, this is why I use this product or service and you should too. And of course, the biggest bucket that we always talk about is delight. Making sure you have programs and um, developmental aspects of your company that really target your current customers to continue to delight them. Whether this be communities, this is a great example of a community that um, we want all of you to be a part of, but other communities that you're building or other aspects of your business in which they can engage with. Because really that inbound methodology is bringing your business to empower your customers to help you attract, engage, and delight. Making sure that's not just the effort of you, but everyone in your ecosystem, including your current customers. And like I said, while we're not gonna dive fully into this, that education piece can be the force you apply. We're gonna talk a little bit about customer training, as well as HubSpot tools, such as the knowledge base that can provide that education to your customers to become your best marketers. Because when we think about customer success in the context of HubSpot, it's all teams and all hubs. Whether you're using Marketing Hub, Sales Hub, Service Hub, all hubs, just the CRM, maybe you're just using some things in the ecosystem, whatever it is, all of these things are focused on customer success. Because that success of your customers is not just the role of your customer team. It should be the focus of all your teams to attract, engage, and delight at every stage of your customer journey with you. I would say I'm gonna pop this into the chat, but trying to be conscious of all the content we wanna to get to, but really keep in mind that when you think about your customer teams, how many of you are actually customer facing or how many of you wanna be involved with customer facing teams to help drive this forward? And thank you, Ben, for throwing that in there about the flywheel model. Great article in there. Um, also some content in our resources about how do you go from the funnel to the flywheel with HubSpot. So here's a definition of what customer success is. 
It is the process of anticipating customer challenges or questions and proactively providing solutions and answers to those issues prior to them arising. It helps you boost customer happiness, retention, and increases your revenue and customer loyalty. And the difference here is that customer support and customer success are different. And we wanna make sure we keep that top of mind. When you think traditionally about customer support, it focuses on working reactively on the front lines. Something has occurred, your customer brings that question forward and you react to it. Customer success, however, is proactively working towards what your customers need throughout their time that they are a customer, getting feedback on them, as well as making sure they get the most value out of their purchase with you. It's gonna drive their experience forward and ensure a successful path in their future. So keep these in mind. I always like to think about this as like customer support, as you can see here, is like your lifeline. It's a thing your customers can grab onto in times of uncertainty, where customer success is a proactive strategy in which you and your teams are moving forward. And it looks like Sarah, lot of business success moving towards customer success, that more proactive model. Great to see that. Maybe Sarah, you can post some of those thoughts in there as well about what are the things that you've been doing. So then we look at here too, just a few stats to get us started. You know, 68% of marketers survey that their company uses customer feedback to make business decisions. That's really when we start to see that all of this feedback that you're getting or all of these customer success proactive strategies are helping you marketers, sales folks, and other teams make sure they're making the right business decision for your lifelong customers. And I love these two stats next to each other because the numbers are inverted. Um, but 86% of marketers reported that they collect customer feedback on an ongoing basis. Again, marketers reporting that they are getting customer feedback. It's not just your customer facing teams. And so that really brings us to the three elements of customer success. The first is your solution, the tool or software that you use. Maybe some of you use HubSpot, maybe you use some other tools, but really that first step is the solution that you're using to empower you to do all of these strategies. You then are gonna have dedicated team members to focus on customer success. These could be a cross-functional group of customer success, maybe some folks in marketing, some sales, or someone that's wearing a lot of hats where they're both thinking about marketing as well as customer success. We want to have people that are focused and dedicated to implement these strategies on your behalf. And the last is your customer success strategy, which is what we're gonna get into now. But before we get there, just try to think about this. You wanna identify your best customers, help them spread the word about how they use your products and tools so that you can turn your best customers into your best marketers and grow your business better. And that brings us to our second section, which is our strategies. Like I said at the beginning, there's tons of strategies you can use for customer success. We're gonna go through three that you can start to implement today, where you can attract, engage, and delight your customers. The first is customer training. So training for customers, social proof, and customers teaching customers. You're then gonna look at advocacy programs where you can showcase your customers and have them be the ones that are spreading that word. And the last is feedback. It is that breakfast of champions. We wanna make sure you're seeking the feedback to improve your experiences for your customers and they're telling you what they need 
from your company, your product, or your services. So let's first talk about customer training. When we think about training too, I like to make sure we have this differentiator here. There's a difference between education and information. Education allows a perform of a skill with unaided recall and apply the knowledge learned across multiple topics and subtopics. So the way that we like to think about this is if you're educating your customers, it's like that old analogy. You can give a man a fish and he'll eat for a day, or you can teach a man to fish and he can feed himself and his family forever. This is really where education comes in. Teaching your customers to implement strategies or different ways to use your products and services. Information is just as important. It's just gonna have a different purpose in your customer success strategy. So when you think about information, it's gonna allow you to resolve uncertainty and answer questions. This can really be key for your customer support teams. We're gonna talk a little bit about in those optimizing of the tools, the ways in which you can help your customer support teams have the information to get these answers to your customers faster. So when you look at developing customer training, you wanna be educating your customers about your products, your tools, your strategies that are relevant to their goals. Providing content on your website, on YouTube, on LinkedIn, host webinars like this one, in-person trainings or micro learning on your blogs or other key content platforms. Really just sharing any information that you can as well as all the education in that customer training. Here at HubSpot Academy, we do use an Addy framework, which is an instructional design um, framework to develop education focused on the learner's objectives. Um, so this is key to help us develop educational content and I wanted to share it with you as you think about education for your customers. It goes through five different steps. The first is analysis, the second is design, third is develop, implement, and evaluate. And what it allows you to do is really structure the way that you think about the customer training you wanna be providing. Because there's a lot of things that I'm sure you could train on using this framework to help you really focus that in. So in the analysis phase, it's really like, what do you want to educate your customers on? What's top of mind for them? What do you know they need to know? Or what are you uniquely positioned to make sure they're understanding about your products or your services? And this really brings us to our first activity. I wanna spend the next three to five minutes having each of you think about what you can teach your customers or your future customers about your business, industry, products, or services. I'm gonna have you use the chat if you feel comfortable to put some of your ideas in there. But if you have a pen, a piece of paper, or even just type them up on your computer, think about what you can teach your customers and future customers and the importance of that education piece. So I'm just gonna say it's 12.31, so it's 9.31. We're gonna come back together like 9.33-ish after you think about this. And then I'm gonna see if anyone has some thoughts here. Sound good? No, it sounds great. Hand raise. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> Love the enthusiasm, Rachel. Thank you. Hadn't figured out a way to play some music, so. Oop, Rachel's typing notes.
Some of the things to think about too here as you're going through this activity is what are the things maybe that you've written blog posts on in the past that you could really expand on? Really great question, Steve. How do you balance educating customers with giving away your hard-earned experience for free? This is definitely something that you should consider as you look to educate your customers. But one of the things too, is that's really where you can use this Addy framework. And we're gonna get into that second phase too on developing the learning outcome. What do you hope that they achieve and how are you getting them there um, without necessarily giving away that experience, but being able to be seen as that industry thought leader to be attracting them to your business. Um, so I would try to reposition that even just within your own organization of this is our experience, which is actually what's going to make us that thought leader and hopefully attract more customers that are helping us be successful and that mutual balance there. But also, that's where you can get into a conversation too with your teams about what do you want to gate versus what do you want to have be ungated. So maybe there's more content appropriate for ungating versus there could be some things that you do want to gate. Particularly, I think it sounds like governance and security. There might be some, some balance there on what should be public information. Um, but try to position yourself as that thought leader to balance that educating your customers. Of course. All right, we are at 1233. Um, I'm gonna keep us moving here, but what I'd love for each of you to do, if you took some notes, maybe you have a question um, like Steve did, throw it into the chat, maybe start to answer one another if you feel like that's a good idea or you wanna get some thoughts. Um, and as we sort of go through this, oh, I see some just really great responses in here already. Um, so as you sort of get added there, I'm just gonna go through the other aspects of the Addy framework. Once you take this first step in figuring out what you really wanna educate your customers on, you go into the design phase. Um, this is really creating the plan for your educational content. Um, really an outline with learning outcomes. An example of a learning outcome could be the learner will be able to implement HubSpot tickets to manage customer support questions. Really focusing on whatever that action is. Um, sort of like Steve and I were talking about, what do you want them to do with the content that you give them instead of just kind of giving them um, education at will. Then you go into the develop phase. This is really producing your educational content. This could be video, written content, a webinar, um, maybe even a community post, whatever it may be, but you're developing whatever that aspect is. You're then implementing it. You're sending it to your customers, you're publishing it online, you're sending emails, you're getting it out there to, to whoever it is. This could come in the form of a campaign, or it could be more proactive where you're just constantly publishing educational content. Um, a good example of this would be HubSpot Academy, which is kind of get everything out there um, just on a rolling basis. And arguably the most important piece is evaluation. You wanna make sure that you measure the impact of this customer training. How many customers engaged with it? Did their usage of your tools or service improve? A good example from today, this is a great webinar, I'm going through it. How many attendees are here? I think we have over 86, that's great. We have 86 people engaging. And my hope is that all of you leave here today and implement some of these strategies. That would be a way for me to evaluate the success of this educational content. So with the Addy framework, you can really position your customer training to do so. Um, getting it out there, customer training can be quick and easy. There's lots of different ways you can do it. And when we get into the tools, I have some tips and tricks on ways that you can start to implement it today. 
The second is advocacy programs. Now, this is something that the industries um, really across the board and across the world have been talking a lot about recently is how you create loyalty programs, identify your top customers, and really create exclusive experiences for those top customers. Really create advocates to spin your flywheel is what we want to look at here. And this is where I want to hone in on providing community. Particularly in times like this, community is so important. And if you identify your top customers and create a community for them to learn from one another, inspire one another and others, and together create your best marketers. This could be as sort of low impact of creating a Facebook group for them. This could be investing in a community platform. This could also just be sending out a dedicated email once a quarter to your top customers to try to get them to be introduced to one another. Making those connections and allowing them to inspire others. That's really key in all of this. Your best customers, your top customers are really smart. Make sure that they know that they can share that. An example of this would be the 2020 HubSpot champion user. Um, something HubSpot Academy did recently. Maybe a few of you are champion users. If you are, kind of raise that hand. Big shout out if you are. Oh, I see three, I see four. That's amazing. Oh, I see another one. Congratulations. But this is a good example of an advocacy program where we are identifying some of our top users of our products and our tools and really giving them, in this case, a credential to show that to the world on what they're doing. You can see here some examples of them posting on Instagram and LinkedIn and Facebook on sharing that badge and that champion user award with the world. This is where really users seeing success with products or services, they're using your tools, they're the most engaged, and review your ideal customer looks like and what are the behaviors indicating success. When you see what those behaviors of success are, you can then start to target them. So when we have advocacy programs, we're gonna to touch a little bit about on some tools there, but really start to think about what that ideal customer is for you and how you can put them on that pedestal almost and really showcase that. The last is feedback. And this strategy is so important because you can start to implement it right after today. I guarantee you can develop a survey and get it out to your customers in the next few days and start to get some of that feedback from them. And feedback is essential. It's either to keep us on the right track or get us back on track because we sometimes don't know where we are. So this is where we're gonna spend another, again, two, three minutes. I know it says five here. I wanna get into the tools. Um, what do you wanna know about your customer experience? As we're talking about customer success, start to think about what about your customer experience do you wish you knew more about? Is it their onboarding? Is it their purchase experience? Maybe it's what happened six months into being a customer. But think about what you and your organization could benefit from knowing more about that experience. Could be things about your product or service, are unclear if your customers like, and brainstorm some questions you have that your customers can help you answer. So again, 9.39 if you're on the West Coast, 12.39 if you're on the East Coast, if you're somewhere else, it's something 39. We're gonna come back 12.41, just a few minutes here, um, and start to throw those into the chat. What are some questions that you have that your customers can help you answer? Here is what about their first interaction with you and your company? What was it? Andrew mentioned at the beginning here um, a really good point that he engaged with HubSpot content before he ever knew what HubSpot did. 
you know, is that the same for your customers? What do they, what's that first experience like? Early signs of someone is dissatisfied. Where are those hurdles? Jackson, that's a great one. Um, something here that uh, we're going to touch on too is like how you know what those hurdles are and then also let them know that your customer to your customers, you're fixing them. That feedback, feedback loop is so important. This is great. I think all of you now have at least one or two questions that you could use in a potential survey. And so we think about this feedback, there's sort of three buckets that I put the feedback in for your strategy. The first one is the public facing feedback on your website, G2 crowd like websites, community threads, et cetera. This really builds trust and showcases your strengths as well as your ability to admit mistakes and look to resolve them. Public facing feedback though can be hard, particularly when you're not sure what it's gonna be but if you're continuing to seek this feedback consistently, this is a great way to showcase it to your customers that you're listening to them and that you're trying to fix it. So if there's any opportunity for that public facing feedback, go for it. The second one, which I think is the lowest barrier of entry and you already have some really good questions going is surveys. It can be more targeted and personalized and the questions and responses provide the ability to follow up one-to-one. -one. If you send out a survey and get these responses that you want, you can follow up with your customers in a more targeted way. The last, which is a little bit more time intensive, um, but I believe Jackson, you brought up a really good point here, is user interviews. Getting on the phone with someone, seeing a screen share of their interaction with your purchase experience, or their interaction with support, or something that you're trying to target. These user interviews can be more time intensive, but help solve larger questions that you have particularly if you're just getting started with some of these customer success initiatives, these user interviews can be really key. Exactly, Bradley, it's very personal as well. You can do group user interviews, you can do it on the community, or you can do it one-to-one, -one. Um, but this is really where, too, you can leverage folks across your organization, whether it's a five-person organization or 100 people, you can really utilize everyone to get that going. So when you think about these sort of three strategies, we've got customer training, we have advocacy, and we have feedback. All three of these together are gonna to make the foundation of a great customer success strategy. You're educating your customers on what you want them to know. You're making sure that you provide an opportunity for your top customers to connect and become your advocates and promoters. And you're constantly seeking feedback on how you can improve. What we're going to go through now is optimizing your HubSpot tools to do this because those strategies are fantastic. You want to make sure you have the tools set in place to get them done. So like I said, there's all of the different tools that you can use to explore success. You can use the CRM, contacts, etc. The following are a few examples of key tools to increase your customer success efforts and reach your customers in new ways. So we have three here. HubSpot video implemented in the knowledge base and your CMS, surveys and feedback, and automation. So when you get started with the first one here, we have HubSpot video, providing educational content and enabling success teams to share personalized content. So this really targets that first strategy, providing customer training on both education and for your customer support team, information to your customers. 
So we look at customer success videos via support tickets to resolve customer issues and answer questions, really targeting that information piece of the customer training. You can also embed videos in your knowledge base or landing pages to provide tips and tricks on how to be successful and on-demand educational content to teach your customer strategies and tools or providing coaching. The following few examples of what this looks like in HubSpot will be using HubSpot video powered by Vidyard. However, if you're not using those tools, no worries, all of this could still be applicable to you. Um, you're just gonna implement them with different video tools depending on what you use. Um, but if you have questions about HubSpot video powered by Vidyard, um, just please let me know. So how do your customers want support? When we look at, when we look at this, 68% of end users say that self-service is their preferred channel for support, really enabling the opportunity to make sure that your end customers have the opportunity to self-serve if they have a question. So this is where we're gonna look at the knowledge base and embedding it in the knowledge base videos. So when you think about a customer who has a question, um, and don't worry, this video is loading. There it goes. Um, it just takes a second to get started. But you can start to see where in an article about, for example, how you install an integration, or maybe this could be how do you purchase or how do you do something with your product or service, you can embed a very interactive and personalized video right into that article. When you look at them, are we good? It looks like there's just um, some issues going on. Um, hopefully everyone can, can get the um, splash recording after this. But when you see here, the knowledge base video is now embedded directly into that um, page, which means that when someone comes to this article, then no worries, they're gonna be able to have that interactive experience and self-serve. The next option too with that knowledge base is learning at their own pace and applying in their strategies and executing on their goals. You can personalize that video to them and show them versus tell them to do something. Videos can also be shared um, with others easily. Customers influence their own networks on how you are supporting them. So a good example of this could be if someone hits that and they're like, oh my gosh, like look at this easy response I got um, and now I can implement it. And video is very easily shared. The other example here is ticket videos. So this is really key for providing easy and fast responses to questions customer have, customers do have. So when we go here and we look at tickets, and not all of you may be using tickets yet, but if you're looking at the customer success implications here, being able to empower your customer success teams, um, particularly the ones that are um, customer facing, to send personalized videos inside of their ticket responses. A customer reaches out, and then um, something that we have available here is they can either create a new video that is personalized directly to those customers, or they can select from a library of common answers to questions that they may have. This not only increases their time and response rate, but it makes it really easy for the customer to get the response they need. So when we look at that, you're enabling customer success team members to personalize their responses and you're creating a library of videos based on common questions for quick and easy responses to your customers. I would argue that this is the easiest thing that you can do to get started with customer success. You're enabling them to not only solve their problems, but giving them the resources they need to do quick and easily.
Sounds like Mark has seen some success with Vidyard and getting customer feedback. So then we also look at providing the space for your customers to share what they love about you, your product, your experience, and how they've grown with you. This can be really providing that evidence of success and the delightful experiences. You can share that on YouTube, Twitter. You can utilize free video tools to encourage customers to share on the spot. Um, you don't need productionalized case studies to do this. You can get your customers starting sharing about their success and make your customers the stars. A few examples of this could be pairing requests for videos or other content with an upcoming survey or newsletter you're sending. Asking them like, hey, like, how's it going? Want to fill out this newsletter? Or this is what's new going on with our product and service. Record a video about how you like our company or how you enjoy working with our product or our service. You can reach out on social networks. Um, you can also potentially for some longer content offers a small gift. Um, I put some example copy in here. You can also share with customers as well. Not everyone uses your products or services the same way. So provide inspiration to others. And then you can share them on your different platforms. These are just two examples, both from HubSpot. The one on the right-hand side um, is someone recently who's been taking some certifications while quarantined. The other one on the left-hand side was a case study in which we did. Both examples sort of target this, making your customer the star, really making sure they know what's going on um, and being able to have them share with, your, with the rest of your customer base. The other is surveys and feedback. Really that feedback being the breakfast of champions, evaluating your customer happiness, know where you are and what you can improve on and sharing this with your customers. We're gonna go through three surveys to start with um, and look at the types of feedback to seek first. We have customer satisfaction, which could be the purchase experience, the customer effort, which could be the automated ticket follow-up, and the net promoter score, which is where they're recommending your company um, to, to others. So these three surveys are easy ones to get you started with. Um, these are all examples directly from in HubSpot that you can build. So the customer satisfaction survey, it's simple. It's a three-point rating just to see um, where they're at. The customer effort score can really this target, again, I think a few people had points on like where are folks getting stuck or the effort to get an answer and looking at your support teams. And the last, probably the most common is the NPS. Folks leaving that score, how likely are you to recommend my company, my product, my service? This is one that can really easily be shared on public forums as well. So let's craft a survey really quick. Just gonna show what creating a net promoter score survey looks like in HubSpot. Um, sort of follow around along here just to get a sense of where we're at. Looks like Madeline, you've got any tips to how to get customers to respond engage? Radio silence, definitely when soliciting feedback. I think this is very common. One of the things that you can attempt is also making it more personalized. Maybe limit the amount of customers that you're reaching out to to start with to make sure that the experience is very personalized to them. This also goes back to thinking about who your customers are and which ones you wanna target for feedback. This can be really key when it comes to making sure you don't get that radio silence, finding the ones that have the behaviors in which you wanna target. As you can see here, building out this customer um, survey, in this case, the NPS one, got lots of different options on the feedback, the thank you, um, as well as the recipients. Um, you can see here too, you can adjust the feedback questions based off of if they're a detractor, a passive, or a promoter. 
And Madeline, this is where I would encourage you on this promoter one, as you'll see, um, if someone is marking that as a promoter, that's a really good behavior that they might wanna give you even more feedback. So the language here is now being adjusted. Also, we'd love for you to share your experiences. I'm talking faster than I was typing. Um, your experiences with others. So this is where you can be asking for them when you've already received the behavior that they're potentially a key target. Can customize that thank you. Make sure it looks the way you want. Directly in the survey, you can target who you want to send the survey to. It could be automated, it could be an email. You can also set to be recurring if you want this to be happening pretty frequently. We recommend every three months, but maybe you want to adjust that. You can also decide when it's sent and who gets notified. In this case, I want to make sure I get notified anytime someone responds. And the last piece is the automation, which is really the key part, which is what we're going to dive into briefly next, but making sure that you have an automated follow-up action for any of your survey responses. I really encourage anyone who's a detractor, you can follow up with them here, can be an automated response, it can be personalized, whatever you're, whatever you're considering. So that brings us to the automation, which is the last piece. Automate support ticket follow-up, send automated surveys after key actions, and optimize customer success actions. So what you can see here too, is you can provide quick and personalized responses to gain that momentum with some of that automation. You can have an automated response when a ticket closes. So if someone has had an experience, can really target that customer effort score there or a sending an NPS survey to ask for feedback. You can also utilize the sequences and template tools inside of HubSpot um, and your sales tools to have a library of responses to utilize during personalized follow-up with customers. So these are just some HubSpot tools that you can start to utilize and optimize when thinking about customer success and tying them to those three strategies. So we have the HubSpot video, whether you're using it in knowledge base or the CMS, surveys and feedback, as well as automation. So we are rapidly running out of time. There are so many things, as you can see here, that we wanna make sure we get to. And I also wanna make sure that you get some of those highlights of new um, HubSpot tools that are coming out. A few that I'm gonna mention briefly as we head into the next steps and resources is our PySync integration, which does allow for a bi-directional sync between HubSpot as well as any of your other tools um, that you might be using outside of the HubSpot ecosystem. I'm gonna post some information in the community post about that. We just launched some educational content on it as well. So if you wanna dive deeper into it, you can. A few of the other ones that you may have seen that have come out recently is we do have a beta for account-based marketing tools. So if you are looking at that ABM type strategy, we do have some of those tools in beta. Attribution reporting is another large one, which has come out um, a little bit further back, but still something really key to make sure that you're taking a look at. So as you go through these next steps and resources, make sure you really hit that um, community post after to really dive into a lot of these um, new, excuse me, HubSpot features. But more, I would like to say more importantly, as you continue to learn about the impact of like customer success efforts and utilizing your HubSpot tools to grow, I've put a list of resources here, a kind of collection between lessons and courses from HubSpot um, and HubSpot Academy on how you can continue to really shape this experience for your customers. The two that I wanna call out is mapping your customer journey 
and how to use HubSpot video with Service Hub. These two, we really spent the most amount of time with both the strategy piece, but then also the HubSpot tools to make sure you're really optimizing those strategies for your customer base. Also, you can fill out the survey. I'm dropping it into the chat right now. At least I hope I am. I am not. I will in a second. Oh, it went away. Um, make sure you visit the HubSpot community to discuss further and check out any of those other academy courses, certifications um, that you have so you can continue to learn. Um, and then the last few things here is this is all of my information, um, quite literally all of my information. Um, yes, Bradley, the slides will come out as well as the recording because we are recording right now. So you can go through it, take a look, review any of those um, videos as well on the HubSpot tools. But I really want you, to, I really want to encourage all of you to reach out to me. We started a great conversation today, and whether this is your first step in your customer success journey or your third, fifth, sixth, whatever, I wanna make sure that you know I'm here for any follow-up questions. Hopefully you've also made a connection with someone else here who looks like they're trying this customer success strategy out and that you can engage with them as well. So a few things that you're gonna be seeing for me is that community post, the slides, the recording, as well as you have full access to me and my entire team. Um, so that's my Twitter, my LinkedIn, my email, as well as please use HubSpot Academy as a resource in general. Um, the rest of the professor group, specifically Adridi, um, she is our service hub guru um, as a professor. So any of those more technical questions, she's gonna be there for you as well. Um, so as we wrap up here, any last minute questions before we get to questions? Another huge thank you. A thank you at the beginning, a thank you at the end. Just really happy that we were able to spend um, really this what seems like very short hour together to talk about customer success. Um, so I'll hang around here for any questions. Um, but again, thank you so much for spending this, this time with me.